Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back for another episode of the Bonus Life Podcast with me, your host, Lucrece Mays, your bonus mom coach. This episode is so good, you guys. I have with me Coach Shana Reed today as we talk about our relationships with our biological fathers and also our relationships with our bonus dads. So I'm not going to hold you guys any longer. Let's get into it. Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back for another episode of the Bonus Life Podcast with me, your host, the Bonus Mom Coach, Lacrish Mays. And y'all, I am so glad to have my cousin, the wonderful, beautiful, melanated coach, Sheena Reed. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Fine. I'm so happy to follow you on the podcast. Happy day invited me to come on and I'm excited about what's happening here on this podcast just loving it thank you for having me yes awesome I'm so glad you came I'm so glad that we could um just spend time and also connect um you know with being part of both being bonus kids and you know just talk about that because that is a topic that a lot of people don't talk about so um we're gonna get right on into it so what is one fun fact about you that people may not know really thought back to like in my high school days i wanted to be a model oh. so i modeled for a little bit with a company called john casablanca and that was it was fun but i'm too short so you know <laughs> I, I didn't know that well you better go ahead and because yeah. you know you beautiful girl you ain't too short you ain't too short <laughs> hey tyra banks go tyra banks okay if you hear this podcast call my cousin okay let her know she's not too short. So, like, we need a modeling agency for the short girls. How about that? Come on. <laughs> okay. Even invented, invented if we, they don't have it. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, like I said earlier, I know you're a part of a blended family. You know, tell us a little bit more about that. So, I have a really unique uh, blended family dynamic. Um, my mom was a single mom yeah. for... It's almost as long as I can remember, up until I was about 12 years old before my stepdad actually entered into my life. So for as long as I can remember, it was just me, my mom, and my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad um, just wasn't really in the picture. And so it was just, you know, while I was a single mom, my stepdad came to the picture and he didn't have any kids. So oh, wow. uh, he came into the picture and ain't his children it's still to this day the only kids they can have are my mom's children so it's just a really unique situation because you don't always get that um right now my dad really my biological father um building you trying to build a relationship with him and (laughs) yeah i didn't start from scratch really because if you haven't met a person or didn't really know a person growing up you're still you're trying to learn them and trying to get to know them so that's just funny what is very about our situation is my brother is autistic mm-hmm. so it, he's my younger brother and it makes the situation even even more different because you have a special needs child in the future yeah. along you know, trying to bring in men who are going to love your kids the way that you love your kids. So it was kind of, it was very special that my 
my pops. That's what I call him. I don't usually refer to him as my stepdad. Yeah. Um, because he's not really. He's he, that's my that's my pops. Yeah. So for him to actually come in and take care of children, not having kids, and then having to out to care for is definitely a very situation. Yeah, that is um that is good. You know, that's how my I call my um well, I'm calling my stepdad, bonus dad or anything. I call him my pops. You know, he's been my mom since I was nine months old. And, right. you know, I'm the oldest. And, you know, of course, he didn't have any um, children. So it was just like uh, somebody taking me in and, you know, being there for me, even though my biological dad was, he wasn't in the picture at all. Um, you know, it's it's great, great to have that father figure, that consistent father figure that you can always count on you know everybody can be a father but nobody can be a dad everybody can't be a dad exactly exactly someone who doesn't have children it's like i want to know how they're going to treat you you know i want to how they're going to treat children or how you know i was really rebellious in the beginning of that relationship for a long time even though my biological father wasn't there i was i was one of these kids that was like oh you buy me gifts oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> but, oh you tell no and he go work like that. So you know, yeah. I mean, like it was just where it was like, you know, on my birthday and stuff like that. It was cool, but on a regular day, he's not my dad. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Definitely trying to build those relationships was that it was it was difficult, you know. And I I'm sure that for my mom, it was probably even more difficult for her to even try and make sure that her significant other and her children, you know, that they had that bond. So, yeah, that's how, you know, cause I came into, um, my marriage, I didn't have any kids. So it was different for me. Cause I'm like, I thought it was going to be easy, but no, it wasn't, you know, cause I'm like, everybody loves me and I get along with everybody, but it was really, it was difficult, you know, because I didn't know what to say, how to say it. You know, of course, one thing we talked about was discipline because my, my pops, he didn't discipline me. That was up to my mom. He may have told me what I, you know, can and can't do. But, you know, um, it was just one of those. I, so I know what you mean as far as rebellious because I was just like, you know, at times when I was a teenager, I'm like, you know, you know, I would say one of those moments. But, you know, as I look back, I was just like, dang, I, I hate that I even said that now because it's like this man has literally been a dad to me. Exactly. Exactly. And you, you often in your adult years, you look back at it now, like I could have ruined something really good, right? I could have ran, especially like in this situation where he, he doesn't have any kids. So it's like he could not want to ever be in a relationship with anybody else that have kids or, you know, just, it could have been a bad thing, but it, God is always in the mix of everything, oh, preparing those relationships and building those relationships. Yeah. He knew, like, already, you know, knowing that he knew before he formed you, he knew right. everything that you do, everything we're going to go through. So, therefore, it was just like he would not have allowed those bonds to, to be broken, you know. So, that's nothing. a fact. That's a fact. Okay. That, that, that right there is a fact. So, you know, as a bonus child, you know, did you have any struggles like spending time at one parent's home, you know, than the other? 
And if so, you know, how did you like navigate through that? So I would say with that situation, it was really, um, like I mentioned, my brother being special needs, it was a hard time for me um, because for maybe like five, I would say like five years, from five years old to 10 years old, mm-hmm. I lived with my grandparents right. and my aunt and my dad lived down the street from me. And my mom lived in Durham because that's where she could get for my brother. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where I was spending a lot of time with my dad's side of the family, just not really a whole bunch of time with him. So I was really spending on my paternal side of the family. And then my maternal side of the family, I was living over there, over there with him. But then I wasn't seeing my mom. So, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, growing up was kind of tough because it was five years that I didn't have the motherly love. And I really didn't have the father love either. You know what I mean? Like, it was then when I finally, my mom, you know, got my brother all up heated and was able to be able to care for both of us. Um, Then, you know, I finally moved here to Raleigh or whatever. And... I really spend a lot of time with my mom's family. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, right now in my adult years, I have really just developed spending that time with my dad's side of the family. So there, you know, with um, summer vacation and stuff like that, I would never go. Um, I just kind of, I think I was, it was more so, I'm not just going to blame myself, but I was really unforgiving um, I would really just, I had admit towards everybody, yeah. like even my grandma, like that's your son. How do you do <laughs> Right. How do you, how do you, um, allow your son to do, you know, not take care of, um, his children or whatever, but, you know, just trying to get up to just being more forgiving, spending more time with them and getting to, you know, getting to know all of them like that's what I'm doing now in my adult years so you know just going back to your question just growing up was just kind of not really I spent a lot once I lived with my mom that's who I was like I know spend a whole um going over to like my dad's for like Christmas or Thanksgiving or anything nothing nothing like that you know at all and I I I can definitely relate because it's like, you know, with my um, biological dad, it's like my grandmother and my aunt, they picked up, of course, a lot of the things that he didn't do. You know, I would maybe see him maybe for a hot second, but then that was yeah. it. And, you know, it would kind of hurt because it's, it, but then again, it's like, he's a stranger. I didn't really know yeah. how to, should I hug him? Should I not? I don't really know this man. I want to love him, but oh, no, God, like. Is he going to love me back? Why doesn't he love me? Why doesn't he come see me? It's so many questions that I had. And I can remember like a lot of times when I did see my dad and the things that he would get. But other than that, my, my grandmother and my aunt, which I thank them for, they tried to step up when he didn't. And I do, you know, appreciate them so I can know that side of the family. Um, and I just started, I guess once my, I would say once my grandmother passed away, she passed away on Valentine's Day, it's been like two or three years ago might have been more than that but no yeah it was about three almost three years ago and because she died right when right before the pandemic like 
pit hit. So um, it was it's been about three years, and that's when me and my dad really got close. Wow. So, um, but it's like sometimes I feel like a lot of people don't want to take accountability for things that they've done, and mm-hmm. kind of say I'm sorry. I, I yeah. I'm sorry, I I wasn't there for you. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. And sometimes they put it back on the child, like, well, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do that? Oh, that's but true. So it's not it, that way. It makes it hard for you to forgive what is one that. It's on the side. I'm looking for them to say, I'm sorry. That is like, <laughs> you always are, you know what I mean? What they think? Yes. I, I would, you know, did you, I forgave you before you even came to me and asked me to forgive you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you always apologize for your wrong feelings, you know what I mean? And it's just like, gosh, you know, I, it, I wish that I could forgive as easy as God forgives me, but I know what's on the other forgiveness. So we just do it, you know what yeah. I mean? And it took me a to get to that point. And so now it's kind of, it's kind of weird because even more so like in my, my 20s when I would go visit, um, like my family and stuff like that, and my mom would come with me or whatever. It would be like very awkward because my mom would be there, my pops <laughs> would be there, and I, this and and when I see my dad going off talking to my pops, I'm like, this is really weird. Like you know, little strange, but there's it's just one of those things where you just you learn to appreciate that you yeah. do have all these people around. You know what I mean? Like regardless of what it was like 20 years ago or whatever, regardless of him not being there and for me or whatever, when I need to that literally gave me somebody that yeah. someone else stepped in at that, in those times. You know what I mean? It was, I was never laughing. Right. I wasn't, it wasn't like I was out here without anybody, mm-hmm. you know, that don't have anybody. I literally had, I had a problem. I had to be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't without, you know what I mean? So if I needed somebody to be at a, at a basketball game or a track meet or whatever, my pops was there. Yeah. You know, that's, and those are things that I had to learn to deal with, you know, it's a lot of emotion and a lot of hurt and anger for me to get to this point. But when you, don't want to have those feelings anymore you slowly go and you start to realize like i was never alone in this situation in my place so why why am i still like carrying that around well i said nothing you you weren't missing anything but it's just that person that you you may have wanted because they were they were your dad and so you wanted that person they were your father so you wanted that person but it's like now that, like you said, now that I'm older, I'm like, you know what? I had a dad. Like, I had somebody that I can call if my car break down. Oh, he coming. If if I need yep. anything. If, it doesn't matter the price. It doesn't matter if the kids need something. Um, It doesn't matter. And, you know, once you get older, you kind of realize, like, you know what? I really wanted that person to love me, but I had to, I had to love. Yeah. I had to love. And so it was just something I had to kind of get over. It was some feelings, you know, like you were t- saying, it was just these, I had to let a lot of stuff go. 
if yeah. it ain't gonna take accountability and sometimes even the other people on his side may have said well you need, need to let that go but i'm like how are you going to tell me because if that was yeah. you in the other situation you wouldn't let that go For but sure. just because it's who it is you know a lot of people don't hold you know may not hold them accountable but you know i have to and that's like yeah. boundary that's boundaries had to be set like okay yeah. i don't want to be hurt anymore i have to forgive give me space to forgive you yeah and be there yeah. so i i i feel what you're saying all the way to the core i do i do yeah. So I know you talked a little bit about your bio dad and, you know, how's y'all, I know you were saying you guys are connecting now. How is that relationship, you know, progressing? So it's getting, it's getting better. It's like, I will say like this on, it's on and off. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm still, and I feel like I oftentimes feel like I'm the only person trying, but I really feel that my, that my father is just more, at this at this age in his life, that he's more embarrassed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, it, and because instead of phone conversations, we can have a text conversation. You know what I mean? And in person, you know, in person meetings, it's like he kind of shies away from you know eye contact and things like that. So the communication is more one sided. It's yeah. like I always feel like. I'm the one that's always reaching out. Like I'm always <laughs> like, I do it have to be that way. And I hate that, you know, but I will say that it has definitely been an adult and seeing that it's, it's like, you just never want this to happen to your kids. You never want your kids to have to experience anything like it. And it's also just, I had to let him know that, I have forgiven you. Forgive yourself. Like, yep. I, I forgave you. Forgive yourself for anything that you're holding on to, any regret, any resentment, anything yeah. that you just wish that you would have been there because we can't get that time back. Only thing we can do is work with what we have right exactly. now. It's just more, it, it oftentimes I find myself going back where I aren't on it. Here we go on this yep. other side. <laughs> you know, but I feel like that the more that I do, I reach out and things like that, that it makes him more comfortable. So yeah. I've adjusted to, instead of phone calls for my birthday, to text messages. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm okay. At least I'm getting something. Right. When I was anything before, you know what I mean? There was no at all. It was, you know, years of no happy birthday messages, fall calls, yeah. or and so I've known that, it, and I do realize that with my dad, he's not, he's he's such a he's so soft spoken for one, like <laughs> ever with anybody, and like, <laughs> like ever since though, because I remember my dad writing me letters, like mm-hmm. I, he would always write me letters, and he would, you know, mail them to me or whatever. And just like, just remembering it being pages and pages of letters, like yeah. that—that's uh, how he expressed himself. That's how he communicates. I, yeah. So, patient is in right and written for. Mm-hmm. I just to that, you know what I mean? And, and I'm just over here, like sometimes, like really being honest. I'm like. Girl, you know you don't even really like talking on the phone like that. <laughs> so, 
I tell you want to talk on the phone, but then at the same time, it's like, you really want to touch, you know, you know how you look at your phone when people be calling you eating time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, just know, knowing that person's communication styles. Yeah. Or it is, it, it works for me now. Like I'm getting over that, you know, oh, look, he didn't call. I gotta call him. Oh, or whatever. If a text message is what you send, that's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? If if that's how you communicate, I I'm okay with it. Yeah, I I definitely um you know understand you know with my dad. Like I said, we it was a very inconsistent relationship. It was um like I said, it was a lot of me reaching out and trying to have a relationship like Father's Day, trying to still do something. Even if I didn't get anything for my birthday, I'm still trying to acknowledge like, hey, you know, you're my father. You know, of course, I'm doing something for my pops, of course, because that's right. my dad. And I'm just trying to show him like, hey, you're my father. I don't want you to feel as though, hey, I'm leaving you out or, you know, I feel a certain type of way. Because that's the type of that's the type of people we are. We have good hearts and God made us this way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? God made us this way. And it's hard sometimes. It's like, God, why did you know, like, why you, you know, but. It's like, I see what you're doing, God. I, I see what you're doing because, you know, we don't want to keep kicking somebody when they're down, but I don't want to keep getting my feelings hurt at the same time too. And so with my dad's relationship, like I said, we got in close, you know, of course, when my grandmother died, I was definitely there for him and saw another side of him. And he kind and that, I would say, I had to understand, I had to stop trying to um, ask my dad to be something he's not, you know, he doesn't know how to be that dad. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have, because I have a brother too, and he didn't, he didn't have to parent us. He didn't have to get us up for school. He didn't have to worry about if we had lunch, if we had clothes, if we had shoes. Yes, my grandmother and my aunt did those things, and I'm, you know, appreciative of them. But as a parent, you didn't have to worry about any of that. You didn't know where I slept at. You know what I'm saying? You didn't know if we had the lights on. You know, if my mom and my pop, you, you didn't, a lot of things you didn't know. And and I know it beat him up because I know even at when we had got married, you know, he did tell um, my pops, he was like, thank you. Thank you for taking care of my daughter. I know it takes a lot for him to say that because he had his moments where, you know, it was a lot of hurt because he missed out on a lot. But, you know, like I did tell him, I'm like, make sure that you create a better relationship with my child than you did with me. Exactly. exactly. No, I know I'm older now. But don't mess that up. And I'm definitely gonna be mad. <laughs> I, I mean, fire, like I that's funny that you said that because I literally told my aunt that my, my dad's brother I mean my dad's sister, I was like, I have I have such strict boundaries around because I will never allow anybody mm-hmm. them how I was doing. Right. And so Y'all want to have a relationship with them? That's fine, but don't promise them nothing. Yep. Don't, don't start something that you cannot finish. Don't with them or whatever, because this is what we have in our household. We have consistency. We have communication. We have boundaries. Everything. Yep. Like, it be okay with my children just having the type of relationship with y'all that they have. You know what right. I mean? Not want to 
be any better. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm with I'm definitely that that's a strict one for me, you know, and I, I told my dad that, you know, I'm like, look, we're gonna have a rap. You know. Yeah. You know, don't make any promises to him. But, you know, that's a relationship my dad has still gotta grow into. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I had to I still have to literally explain to my to my son, which you know, it you hate to have to continue to do that, that he thinks that Pops is my dad. Yeah. You know, and then it's like my, you know, and I tell, you know, my biological dad, I'm like, hey, you definitely need to, I'm not going to ask you, I'm not going to beg you. Yeah. I beg you. It's only so much I can tell him. I'm like, yes, this, that, that's my dad. Because yeah. he knows, you know, he knows his sister's scenario. That was a whole, <laughs> when he found that out that she won't my door, that was a whole scenario. That's, I said, I'm going to get him on the, on the podcast to talk about that. <laughs> but that was a whole scenario of him trying to understand, like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute this woman is taking her but you know and that's why i have to explain to my son but i can't continue to explain that to him yeah and he has a he has a you know he has a grandpa's but i want him to see his other you know papa yeah. as well too but i can't beg anybody especially not to be like you said strict boundaries around the kids yeah for sure it's it's funny because it's like my kids grew up so much with my pops it's like Hey, Papa, and then when they see my dad, it's literally like, hey, yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> it's like kind of, it's kind of awkward. And I know that when my kids were smaller, like my daughter, she's always vocal and she always speaks to her. And she's like, wait, you have two dads? Like, oh. <laughs> Papa is your dad, and then this man is your dad. And I'm like, yeah, listen, I, it's a lot. I got a lot in the explaining it. <laughs> like, you know. You got to read so it's just things where it's like, okay, I'll explain it to you. But trying to get, like you said, it's teaching them, like, the okay, now this is like starting all over again. Yes. You're not are trying to build a relationship with them. It's the same way that it was with, you know, with me. Yeah. But oh, we're not going to do how you did me. You know what I mean? Like, it's back around this, you know, if I start to see any type of inconsistency, yeah, it off like, <laughs> and I can see, but I can now I can see why some women do men the way they do because it's like, yeah. hey, I don't want to keep your kids from you, but you're not going to continue to come here and fill them up with these pipe dreams, get their hopes up. They're looking out the window, and yeah. you're not showing up. You know how times that that hurts a child and hurts their feelings. That's a lot, and that's yeah. something I don't want to put my son through. How many times have you, like, literally been told that you're going to come and then you looking around, looking in the stands and looking here, looking there, you never, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it molded me to be, like, one of these parents where if I don't even think that I can make it to something for my kids, like, I want you to tell them. I'd rather surprise. Exactly. It's not coming and they'd be looking all over for me. So what I do is I'm like, mm. Yeah, I ain't even gonna say nothing. I'm not. Yeah, I say neither one. Just if you see me up there in them stands, just know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that's real. That is real. You know, you don't. You hate to disappoint your children, but we have been parenting. You see what I'm yeah. saying? It's different than you know people who haven't really had that consistent parenting, and it's just yeah. But I, like I said, I I did I did give my dad you know those strict boundaries so I do want him to grow that relationship but I can't force it anymore but he does he is if my son does need something if I do happen and that was another thing I had to 
if I ever had to ask my dad for something for him or um, he's been consistent with getting him, you know, Christmas stuff, you know, yeah. um, but, you know, it's just like, it's that time. You know what I'm saying? What about that time? What about my dad, you know, him playing basketball? My dad, I ain't gonna lie, he is, I mean, he could have been the next Michael Jordan. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even glowing. But, you know, it's just my son, he was interested in that. And, you know, I'm like, you could do that with him. Yeah. Because if you take time to spend with everybody else. Yeah. They should have so- taken time to spend with the people that mean that should mean the most to you that you should want to make a better relate try to like a this is not technically a do-over but it is a do-over trying to make up make up time like yeah it's hard to do you really can't make it up but yeah like showing that you're trying like i'm putting forth the effort to be a better person to these people that i hurt yeah exactly and like I said, you know, I just, I thank God for, you know, pops and, you know, my son having, you know, that consistent grandfather relationship, because that's very important. You know, who remember sitting with a grandma or granddaddy? Like those times are very important. That's things that they remember, you know, and that's what, you know, my son says that about my pops. He's like, yeah, when I get old, I'm gonna buy you a car, you know, and he, he loves being out there with him and, and working on the trucks and stuff with him. So, you know, I told pops, I said, thank you. Thank you yeah. for being there for my son. Like, yeah. thank you for being there for me. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, it's a lot. Like, you give me the shirt off your back if you could. Cause, you know, he treat, you know, nobody ever treated me any different. That's the thing. He won't remember not having a grandfather. You know right. what I mean? Right. It's one of those things where, again, it goes back to he's never going to be lacking. Right. Come on now. As a grant, he has a grandfather. You yeah. know. He could have two, you know what I mean, which makes it a bonus. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That makes it a bonus. Like, I have a bonus. But he is never going to look up and be like, dang, all right. You know, or other kids telling stories about them and their grandparents and him like, I ain't never have no relationship with my, at least he has that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because I'm like, I'm so glad that my kids are not able to see where I where I was in that teen year period where I didn't have, you know, that wasn't there yet in the picture or whatever, where I, it was just me and my mom, you know what I mean? And so and hearing other kids like, you know, oh, my dad, my dad, and going to sleepovers and people having both of their both parents. parents. Yeah. Like, this is where, this is kind of weird. <laughs> I one of my white friends um, that lived down the street from us and like their parents had like this big house and it was just, it was all just so happy. You know? Right. It's supposed to be like, like, but we really? had that, but we didn't know it. But we didn't know. Right. Did That's real. Know? That's a, and my, my husband said that he said his best friend, they loved going to his house because he was the only person in their neighborhood that had a mom and daddy in the house. Yeah. You know, sure. and I'm like, that's a lie. Cause his, he was raised by a single mom. And yeah. his dad wasn't there, you know, yeah. for him. And so um, he's deceased now, but, you know, he never had that had that relationship. But for him to um, be a great father and not have a father, that says, you know, that's a lot. That says a lot. <laughs> so, you know, um, and I know you, we talked about your, you know, your bonus that your pops, you know, yeah. how, you know, how close are you guys? You know, how did, you know, 
has your relationship filled that void, you know, of of not having, you know, your biological dad present? Yeah, it definitely, it, it shifted every time. The older I got, the more it just became real, like, this is, this is my pops. Like, the, he ain't going anywhere. He here to stay. Yes. This is my He take care of me. He buy me whatever I want. He he do everything for me. You know what I mean? Like, he's always a provider doing everything. So it's like our relationship is just tight. Even down, like, he'll call me. And we'll just be talking and say, tell you something about like my mom. He'll be like, yeah, you need to help her. <laughs> and I'll be like, you know, we just talk in the fall, laughing and joking and everything. Like, it's so, but I, and I'm feeling any type of way about something, feeling uncertain about anything, yeah. but I'm, I'll just hit him up. Like, yeah. I, I need your advice on this. Right. That's one. Cause he's like really deal with money, so I'm always like, I really advise <laughs> someone I should. I already know what she's gonna tell me to do. Exactly. You know, let me hear it. So our relationship is so much stronger, and I think that that's why I started to not even care if I had a relationship. Yeah, with my- that's real. Yeah. It was just like, why am I gonna go back and bring the dig up these old feelings? You know what I mean? Yeah to get let down again or whatever but it was just one of those things where I started hearing a lot of people just talk about you know just the child trying to come on yes oh it's just like okay I'm gonna start I'm gonna try I'm an adult now and I know how I, I can say that I tried you know what I mean but me and me and my pops we we definitely we were these kids he love my husband and anything that we yeah. all like anything. He and fans, he like hey. <laughs> Yep. Hey, somebody for Yeah, my look, he did that the last what is it like two weeks ago? I had an order and he took it accidentally reordered my order and added to his and you know, I'm almost like, Did you get the alkaline war? Did you get the get I was like, Well yeah, it is mine and he was like, Well, I'm just clicking stuff. I was like, Oh well, thanks, Pops. He's like, yeah, you know, come over here and get it for him, you know. And that's why, like I said, it's we have such a great relationship. I'm grateful for him, you know. And anything I need, like you said, the kids need, I call him if I need anything, like Dylan, because he loves cars. And that's one thing I will say. He he knows how we pull up in the yard. He'll walk around the car. He can tell when we got a dent, we hit, we done hit something. And, you know, and with his business and, you know, being supportive of me, anything that we need. And he loves my husband. And, you know, like I said, I can count on him. And like I said, just looking at it now, I'm like, I had that. Like, I've always had a dad. It wasn't, I was thinking like I had to have my biological, but I had, you know, I had a dad and it was, it's good. I'm I'm grateful and, you know, not saying anything as far as, you know, with my biological dad, but um, I want that to, you know, of course, grow and, you know, and him to kind of understand my feelings. I understand he may have his, but sometimes I feel like it may need to be a way of you saying, okay, as a dad, father, I wasn't there. Let me hear my child and actually tend to them. But if you never parent it, you're not going to understand these woes that we have. Because if I tell my mama right now or my pop's like, you know, I'm just not feeling good. I'm not feeling you. I'm upset. They're going to call me continuously, check in. 
because <laughs> they parent, you know, because it's three of us, three girls. So, you know, and it's like they they they're parents. They make sure we're home at night. They make sure we have everything. Like if they go to what restaurant depot, you know, they'll go and get, he'll get, Hey, I got y'all a whole bunch of chicken wings. Y'all come over in, you know, making sure y'all stocked up for the winter. What that's a parent, you know what I'm saying? You're making sure. So, you know, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, for my father because yeah. it, it wasn't for him. I wouldn't be here. And I'm also grateful for my, my pops, my, that's my dad, you yeah. know? So I'm definitely grateful grateful for our situation sure they i mean they steal your parents like you know Eddie, no matter how old you are they're there they're always they're thinking way ahead of you sometimes yeah <laughs> like actually you know my my pops is already it was the storm coming he'd be like yeah it i got some extra back with your extra flashlight like the same thing like you said with your with your car I pulled up at my pop's house in a in my work car, and he was like, "Who car is that?" <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "All right, let me let me see what these tigers look like." Yes, it's like it's a brand new car. You don't know, care. Like it it any time we yeah. can pull up, and he do the same thing with him. Like, okay, let let me make sure these tires good, everything good on the car. Yes. It's just like one of those things where you really, I thank God that I never, that I stopped taking that for granted because yeah. it's one of those things where for so long you just like, okay, that's not, you ain't my daddy. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. I get you ain't my daddy. And it's just like, literally God, like, no, that is, that's who I have for you. Like, yeah, this is who I have for you. So it's just one of those things where I'm just so glad that I let that wall down and allow him to come in and love me. You know what I mean? And just care for me as a parent. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so, you know, what um led you as far as, you know, on the career? I know you're doing, you know, life coaching and everything. So, you know, I I know you're getting into that but um yeah what led you on that path you know what made you decide to do that life life situations like the life situations when you never your purpose is usually filled with so many things that's happened to you and like but you don't know it right right? how can i how can this painful situation and anything to do with what i'm what i do and like what my purpose is in life right right also me so much pain i don't even want to think about it yeah but somebody else that you survived that pain there's someone that is literally getting ready to take their life because Mm -hmm. they um there's somebody that just want to give it all up not wake up you know not get out of the bed or whatever Mm -hmm. because they cannot handle that pain so whenever god literally show up me I'm going to take your life situation from you, a slash single mom, for you being in a, you know, married and just almost divorced um, to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's real. Being in all these different life transitions and things like that. Like, I'm going to take that and I'm going to use it for my glory because yeah. you're going to speak about how to paint out of that. Yeah. So, 
and be able to come on your podcast and talk about having a bonus dad if I didn't have that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm through that. So life coaching really is my passion now. Yeah. Purpose is purpose targeted passion. And I like it to help people to just achieve their goals and come up out of these situations that they thought keep themselves out of. Like God and put you in that let you be in that position to not see you all the way through. Right. So really, um, it was a shocker for me. Like I'm like, God, there ain't no way. Like other <laughs> people about marriage and I really just was, you know, five, six years ago telling my husband like I let's get you right. Know, right. right. How, how do I be like what <laughs> and and I always felt like I'm like, people gonna look at me like a hypocrite. But that's like, no, that's your testimony. Like, that is literally your testimony. I literally took your mess and your misery and turned it into a message. Come on, God. Like, okay, all right. So I'm sitting with myself now and I'm like, okay, I I did it. You know what I mean? Like, I I literally did it. So it's just anything that, you know, that I've been through in life illnesses I've had to deal with, you know, having you having cancer at a young young years old, getting through that, you know what I mean? Go through that and come out like this. Yeah. Your testimony is gonna save somebody's life. That's just a fact. So just being able to coach people is definitely wasn't something that I called myself to (laughs) I was definitely spreading far from the calling. I'm like, <laughs> life coach, too. I coach. Well, okay. Don't, don't ask me. <laughs> okay. Trust me. I, you know, I, I know how you feel because, you know, being a bonus mom coach, I was like, okay, God, really? Yeah. People want to hear about that? They do. Like, they really do. Like, I don't, I don't even want to tell my story, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, why be embarrassed? I, I took you through that so you can help others get to where you're at. You know what I'm saying? And like I, like our pastor said, you know, he was like, your testimony is going to save somebody's life. That's what he put you here for. He put you, took you through all of that to save somebody else, you know, yeah. before they got to the brink of falling off that cliff. Yeah. So. And the thing about it is I get, I get that a lot. Like just simple messages and I'm sure that, you did too, you know what I mean? Just just simple messages that you yeah. make on any other social media platforms and someone's like, oh my God, I needed it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just one of those things that just like, okay, I know that and has its purpose and it has souls attached to it. Like, yep. is it, and it's not about me, it's about God. It's literally right. It's showing them that how real he is. Like, I didn't bring myself out of any of it. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. So, just thankful that he left the 99 for the one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you better say that. So, you know, I I have thoroughly enjoyed, you know, talking with you. And I honestly, like I said, a lot of people don't talk about their journey as far as but you know the bonus parents and the dad not stepping up i do appreciate you with sharing this and i pray that our testimonies can help 
others, you know, to heal, relate, you know, and to kind of, they have to set boundaries, set those boundaries or be okay with everything moving forward as it is. And, you know, knowing God has set everything and plan for their, you know, progression, progress and their success. So I just thank you. And how can people connect with you? You can follow me on all social platforms. Oh my gosh. There's like a thousand of them these days. <laughs> oh, Facebook as Sheena Reed. I'm on Instagram as the Sheena Reed. And my last name is R E I. Okay. Um, and I'm on TikTok. That's my new yep. my new that I that I love over there on TikTok as uh, the Sheena Reed too. I do have a podcast. It's called about that life podcast. Yeah, about dealing with life. Um, yeah, that's how you can connect with me. And I'll put all of that in the description box so everybody can connect, follow you. Uh, you know, subscribe to the podcast. Even connect if they want to be on any upcoming episodes, and you know, and speak with you about you know everything. And I'm just um, so excited to see the journey that God has taken you on and where he's taking you and the family too. Thank you. I um, I appreciate that. Thank you. As always, I will say before I go that Lucrece is like my spiritual connection. <laughs> always coming to right all the time. Word of encouragement. Um, I just, uh, I appreciate you and I appreciate, I, I thank God for like growing our relationship. Yeah. And just, we just connected on a whole nother level. Yeah. And so I'm really thankful for that. I pray that God continues to bless you and all of your endeavors. Um, bless this podcast. But it's my community and everything, like everything that he has for you. I pray that it prospers. Thank you. Well, that wraps up another episode, y'all. Join us next week. Peace. Be blessed.